0: limbaugh shared his comedy for years now you'll hear it here it's the rob carson show
1: it is the rob carson show it's already tuesday i hope that you are uh, having a glorious day so far uh i am my i've got kids in the in the other room sleeping what is it about uh, sorry, i was never this way as a teenager what the hell why would anyone need to sleep till 10 or 11 in the morning uh you know uh, to me personally, and this may come as a big surprise to no one, um, uh, to me a lot of the time sleep is just a bother. It's just a way of uh, getting in the way of an otherwise productive day. <laughs> Uh, but uh, anyway, I uh, I hope you're having a great day. We've got uh, must-see television returning to Capitol Hill today. Uh, no telling what the ratings are with regard to the uh, Capitol Hill kangaroo, coot, kangaroo court uh, fun time family power hour, I think is what they're going to call it now. And they're going to open it today with uh, ice skaters, I think, is Adam Schiff and some ice skaters are going to be out there, just like Donnie and Marie. When uh, we, I'm a, I'm a uh, Generation Xer. Uh, Donnie and Marie had a show in the 70s when I was a kid, and... For some odd reason, that was must-see television. But uh, they're going to do ice skaters today, I think, before the Capitol Hill hearings, because really there's nothing else to see. So it does uh, it does return. The first day, which was a week ago, last Thursday, garnered 20 million uh, uh, views. And uh, that's how many people watched it when it aired in prime time on Thursday night. 20 million spread over all of the broadcast networks. Uh, means that uh, it was lower rated than the normal television shows during that uh, time And by the way, right now, if this were just ABC, CBS, NBC, like it used to be when I was growing up, I'm the last generation to uh, have three TV channels plus PBS. I know, my God in heaven, how do we survive? Uh, we went outside and played. Anyway, um, they only garnered 20 million viewers, which means that they, their, their program is lower than it is now. And right now, this time of year, if there were no other channels, this would be the worst television on television. All right because this is a summer season all of that and people are outside and doing stuff so the worst of the worst generally is on network television right now and that kind of explains why the uh, the capital hearings are today, but anyway, so they did twenty million the first night, ten million the following Monday. Last Wednesday, they tried to run it again. They didn't have enough interest in it, so they decided to put it on Thursday. No report reports on uh, the ratings on Thursday. Uh, most probably, they were dismal. But today, they are returning at one o'clock Eastern Time to uh, to continue the Kangaroo Court. Uh, against Donald Trump, I've got some audio from uh, Donald Trump. We're going to share here very shortly. We've got a a lot of things to get to. I want to talk about uh, this this uh, Eric Greitens in Missouri running for Senate. Uh, uh, an ad that he posted online about uh, hunting for rhinos. Get your thoughts on it, and <clears throat> I uh, I have my thoughts on it. Um, I'll just go ahead and say. Uh, how do I say? I'm going to say this. Trying to filter it a little bit. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Eric Greitens is uh, really, really stupid for doing it. And I know, hey, you're gun control, man, we got to give it to him and all that. Uh, Listen, I'm a, I'm a very big Second Amendment supporter. This kind of ad is uh, stupid. So we'll get to that uh, very shortly on the show. Uh, a few things I want to touch on real quick. Twitter board has unanimously recommended that Elon Musk do their $44 billion takeover. Most probably, I'm thinking, because as long as $44 billion stands as the offer, you better take the money. Because uh, it's not worth that much. The Twitter board uh, has unanimous, unanimously a, determined that the merger agreement is advisable and the merger and the other transactions tam- contemplated by the merger agreement are fair too, advisable and in the best interest of Twitter and its stockholders. Which, by the way, Twitter has never cared about because it's never really made anybody any money because they have a little faculty lounge of little snowflakes and little, uh, little uh, millennials uh, and, uh, and little uh, candy aisle children <clears throat> running the company. The other uh, tenant here adopted and approved the merger. The company said in a Securities and Exchange Commission on uh, on Tuesday. Now, last week, Elon Musk came out and did a little uh, teleconference with the brats who are uh, in charge in the company right now and who are working there now. And uh, after that, he you know he said he was all about free speech and 50 uh, percent of the country should not be ignored. You know things like that. Twitter employees who overwhelmingly support leftist causes freaked out. Uh, The company's internal messaging channels at seemingly everything Musk and uh, said that uh, whether it be his commitment to free speech, his belief that all lives matter or anything else, queer people cannot trust this man. Another person said other messages questioned why anyone thinks Musk is smart, mocked him for describing himself as a moderate and criticized the support of Maya Flores. Why? I have no idea. Well, she's a Republican and she smoked a, a Democrat after what 135, 140 years of Democrat uh, <clears throat> a Democrat control in that. Uh Area of Texas and uh, Ron DeSantis. They hate Ron DeSantis. Uh, Also, a number of employees at SpaceX penned an open letter to him criticizing his behavior in the public sphere, and uh, all of those employees were fired. So, let's just see how well that does you, their uh, Twitter employees. I'm going to be interested to see what happens with regard to uh, Facebook and Twitter this week. Um, I, I, of course, post a lot of stuff on Getter and on Truth Social. I still do Facebook and Twitter, and, and Facebook, for at least a couple weeks after there was a hint that uh, Elon Musk was going to buy Twitter, they backed off the uh, the shadow banning. They bas- backed off the filters where they say, click on this image to see why this is blocked. <clears throat> I put a couple of harmless things up. Um, and uh, they've been uh, summarily started to get blocked again, started to get blocked again. My reach has started to get, be limited on anything political, you know, where I'll have like 6,000 engagements on one post and then three on another. Uh, tell me that uh, that's just about audience striations. Uh, if my audience is my audience, my audience is my audience. And my audience doesn't go from 6,000 impressions to two on a post because what I didn't say, uh, my, what I said didn't resonate with them. Everything generally, I mean with a few exceptions like talking about my kids sleeping until 11 in the morning, uh, you know, resonates with my audience. That's why they listen. But that said, uh, I've started to see a little bit of that. Not a lot of that on Twitter because, you know, they're they're, uh, terrified they're going to lose their little jobs over there. And, uh, and that's what's going on. So, you know, we'll see what happens. They may uh, stop tapping the brakes on conservatives on Facebook uh, when this is all approved. But who the hell knows? Also, just some other Elon Musk news because the media is going after Elon Musk in every way, shape, and form. Uh, even though I, the more that I find him, uh, you know, the, the more I like him, the more that I discover about him, the more I like him. If you would have asked me a year or two ago, when he's smoking a joint with, uh, you know, podcaster Joe Rogan, if I cared about Elon Musk, I would have gone, yeah, no, not really. I don't care. And now I'm seeing seeing what he's doing with as far as regular, you know, completely, completely reinventing space travel. I mean, if there, if we see people on Mars in the next year, it'll because of it, because of Elon Musk. <clears throat> it will be. And he's also going to be taking over Twitter, going to be uh, uh, promoting free speech on a platform that has done nothing but uh, uh, take uh, uh, take down, um, well, I should say, no, <clears throat> has been nothing but an arm of the Democrat Party. That's what Twitter has been, an arm of the Democrat Party, an arm of the left. That's what it exists for. And the day that you go on Twitter as a conservative and you have to self-censor because you wonder if Twitter will take this down They've won. They've won. So it is a, a zero-sum game. There's no choice in it. But I know a lot of conservatives, and, and I'm just going to admit it. There have been times where I've second-guessed myself and said, hey, you know, maybe I shouldn't put this on Facebook. They're going to flag it. They're going to take it down. At this point, I really don't care because I'm not being taken off of Getter, G-E-T-T-R, and I'm not being taken off of, uh, of uh, a Truth Social. And I don't say stuff that's bat crab crazy. I always uh, investigate what I do. I don't put uh, conspiracy theories out there. I don't. I don't play that game. But we'll see what happens. But anyway, back to Elon Musk. They're they're going to do his very their very best to take him now. His 18 year old son has <clears throat> filed a position to change gender. Uh, plus, his full name and is seeking to end ties with his biological father. And you know who who knows uh, anyway um, uh, he filed a petition to legally change his gender identity to become a woman to change his last name to distance himself from his father uh, according to legal documents obtained by the blast musk's teenage son Xavier Musk uh, applied to change his name to Vivian Vivian Jenna Wilson can you be a woman and still be named Xavier Xavier's a pretty cool name compared to Vivian not that it gets you vivians but not Xavier's pretty cool anyway Xavier, who has a twin named Griffin, turned 18 back in April, almost immediately after her birthday. It's her this birthday. Uh, Xavier uh, filed a position with the courthouse to change her name as she embraces her new identity as uh, Vivian. Um, Here are some of the terrible things that uh, Elon Musk has said about transgenderism. He uh, tweeted that pronouns suck back in July of 2020. He said, I absolutely support trans, but these pronouns are an aesthetic nightmare. Wow, this guy is such a transphobe. I mean, my God, I can see why this kid is running away from his father like this. Uh, And uh, also, this is unsubstantiated, but uh, Elon apparently replied by saying to him, "Uh, Xavier, I'll see you on your 40th birthday at Thanksgiving. When you look at yourself and go, holy hell, what was I thinking? I think that's what he said. I could be be completely wrong. Uh, What is the number one issue in America? With regard to the midterm elections, if you're a Democrat, you are probably thinking, oh, yeah, it's January 6th committee and uh, Putin's war on uh, Putin's inflation, right? Isn't that what it is? No, no, it says, uh, which issue is most likely to uh, determine your vote in uh, November 8, 2022, midterm? Uh, economy was was on top of the list, the economy. I know it's, it's nuts as you call your SIG other and say, can I fill the car with gas or just put $10 in to get us to payday, which will buy us a gallon and a half or, you know, a gallon in California. 61% identified it as the issue most likely to determine how they will vote in November. Uh, hence, the Democrat Party is going to uh, die like movie vampires in the last few months. Screaming and lashing out and saying the country is racist and Donald Trump is racist and you're a racist and you're a white supremacist. Anything they can to claw and grab you as they're pulled into hell. That's what's going to happen. I've got more on this. Uh, Joe Biden says he's going to lower the price of gas with a with a gas tax holiday. So if you have an 18-gallon tank, you're going to save $3 on uh, a tank that now costs you $50 more than when Joe Biden took office. Uh, even, uh, even James Clyburn says uh, we're in a recession. We'll get to that. Uh, Americans and their 4th of July holiday. Oh, and wait till you hear the price of uh, car payments in the country, how they've gone. Uh, this, the economy, and, uh, and much more. The number here, if you want to chime in, is 800 This is The Rob Carson Show.
0: Donald Trump says he's the funniest man on TV. Just wait till he hears him on the radio. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: I want to remind you that the uh, podcast is called the Rob Carson Show podcast. It's available on uh, all of the usual uh, places you like to go. Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts, uh, and whatnot. Just look up the Rob Carson Show. If you would, I think you'll enjoy it. We've expanded it. we made it the entire show. It used to be a very tightly edited, uh, you know, 30-minute, blah, blah, blah version of it, which is great, but uh, you guys wanted more so we said okay we'll give you more and we have so uh the rob carson show podcast uh real quick got an email and if you want to email me just r carson at newsmax.com r carson at newsmax.com uh mr carson when uh, anyone wearing a mask is arrested the mask is usually the first item removed prior to the handcuffing why is it those supposedly white supremacists just recently arrested in the box truck in Idaho? If you take notice, they still had their masks on while handcuffed and on their knees. My thoughts, sleazy evil Democrats had stated this is for their evil political reasons. Yeah, they are pretty evil. Uh, this would allow these jerks to go back into the general population without being identified, just a thought. Um, I did see that, and I saw this, and it was very similar to the supposed, uh, 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 the what it was it, January 6th? Uh, March commemoration on January six, people came to uh, D.C. again, and and it was peaceful, and they wanted to show that hey man, we didn't uh, you know invade the Capitol, whatever. And all of these uh, guys showed up wearing the same masks, the same shirts, and uh, khaki pants. You know, uh, also uh, they were in the crowd, they were wearing the same shorts, same shirts as uh, FBI agents, presumably. Um, uh, yeah, I I don't know what's going on with this, but it is uh, it is something that it definitely needs to be uh, investigated. I don't think that uh, this is a real story of any kind of movement sponsored by conservatives um, and if it really really is this giant uh conspiracy moving across the country where's the story where's the story I haven't seen the story at all saw a picture of a bunch of the guys on the uh on the page on the ele- arrest uh, with the, the with their faces on it but uh, that's far if it's really a big deal if they were really going down to this uh, gay parade to uh wreak havoc, uh, uh, wreak havoc then why why the why haven't we heard about it since it happened, and um, why did they not have any weapons at all, and why did they get out of a U-Haul truck just like they've done in other locations? I don't, you know, I don't know. Jury's still out. Jury's still out on that one. So uh, hey, hey, let's uh, let's talk about the economy here, but first let's set it up with a little musical number, shall we? Jim Gossett here.
2: How high is gas prices, Mama? She said five bucks a gallon and a rising. How high is gas prices, Papa? He said six bucks a gallon and rising. Joe Biden, he don't have our back. We can't drill and we can't frack. Frack it. The economy is under attack. Six bucks a gallon and rising. Hey, we could have get
1: a gas tax holiday.
2: How high is oil prices, Mama? She said 125 and rising. How high is oil prices, Papa? He said 135 and rising. 1988. All the drilling Biden's killed. Better back, we will not build. His own pockets, Joe, is filled. Seven bucks a gallon and rising. He is the richest
1: poor man in
2: D.C. How high's inflation, Mama? She said 8% and rising. Mm -hmm. How high's inflation, Papa? He said 9% and rising. Food prices going up every day. Hey, double what you used to pay. Pew. Wish Joe Biden would go away. Ten percent and rising. rising.
1: No, 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 Oh no, it's higher than that. Now, nah, nah, Americans expect to spend 17% more for their Fourth of July barbecue. Barbecue! Are you having some friends over for the old Fourth of July barbecue? You might want to make this one a potluck because uh Dang. And, and in Colorado, that means com- something completely different, by the way. Uh, American Incent expect uh, $76.94 for the average cookout. 70% higher than the cost of a barbecue in 2021, which cost uh, 65 bucks. Oh, hot dogs are up 37%. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Rising from 3.8 to 5.22. Chicken up 27%, almost 28%. Ground beef up uh, 17%. Uh let's see here uh yeah hot dogs 30 why hot dogs what the hell uh cheese is up 7% uh, uh gas is up 100% uh lettuce is up 11% I can do it without the uh the lettuce on my burger it's really not that important you're just eating it for the uh you know for the consistency and not the flavor you could probably just take a piece of something inedible like a piece of cardboard and throw it on there it'd be about as flavorful as iceberg head lettuce uh, <laughs> the vegans are angry at me now Uh, Phil Limpert, the editor of the trade publication SupermarketGuru.com and a food industry analyst, told the New York Post that he attributed the skyrocketing prices to four issues. The first one is going to eliminate all of the credibility of his argument. He says climate change. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Labor shortages on farms. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, In supermarkets and in trucking industry, rising diesel prices. And, of course, the war in Ukraine, which is another uh, false flag as far as inflation is concerned, and if you don't believe me, I'll just go ahead and quote what I said yesterday, and that is that uh, the uh, the world is not experiencing the same inflation that, uh, that the United States is because Biden thought they should know. Yeah, highest inflation in our country in 41 years. The inflation in the U.S. has been higher than the G7 nations and China for most of the year. So that's nonsense. Oh and here's what your president is going to do. He's going to give you a gas tax holiday. This is one of those stupid things that Democrats always do. You know, like when they, uh, you know, when they want to get elected, they say they're going to fix schools and they're going to fix the uh social security and they're going to fix the IRS and and they're going to, you know, all of this and they never do a damn thing. And then economically they turn to the same model which was built by FDR. It's the New Deal, it's the whatever and uh, it was a failure. It extended the length of the of the uh uh, of the great depression all it does is create uh, work not jobs if you want to fill in a hole in the ground with asphalt and then dig it up and fill it in again it's about as good as a uh, a government job or a uh, democrat planned job but they're going to give you a gas tax holiday that means about 19 per, uh, t- cents per gallon which means that when i filled my car the other day it went from 34 to 84 dollars during the trump administration i could fill my my toyota With $34, $84 last week. The gas tax holiday will save me $3 off of that $50. Yippee skippy, I can barely cover the cost of the increase in the price of hot dogs. (sighs) Coming up, we're going to talk a little bit about Eric Greitens, the senatorial candidate from Missouri, and what I think is a really ham handed ad online that's gotten him uh, banned from social media. Your thoughts as well. This is The Rob Carson Show a uh, Tuesday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Supreme Court said uh, today that Maine cannot exclude religious schools from a tuition assistance program that allows parents to use vouchers to send their children to public or private schools. It's kind of interesting that the uh, the left in this country drove faith and religion and religious holidays from the schools and then demanded that uh, no money could be used by parents to send their kids to private schools or, or uh, religious schools because uh, their schools had chased religion out of the public square and many of their public schools uh, completely suck. I'll just mention that because uh, Baltimore Public Schools serve as a prime example of a school district, a school system that has abandoned the needs of children and caused generations to suffer with their corruption and their laziness. Um, anyway, so the, uh, it's, it's interesting because regardless of uh, whether you send kids to school or not, you're going to pay property taxes to pay for schools. So, if your school is dropping the ball, if your public school, which you otherwise are forced to send your children to, because whatever money you could maybe use for a private education is spent on uh, property taxes to pay for public schools, then you should be able to get uh, you should be able to get assistance for your kids going to a, a private or a religious school. Uh, frequently, the reason why uh, parents send their kids to religious schools is because. I don't know, they were raised in that religion and uh, and they think the religion is a, a good choice and, you know, since the schools in some areas, you know, really suck, then, you know, you need that alternative. So here, here to the Supreme Court, here, here to the Supreme Court, they actually were able to get in and get things done even though they're being threatened uh, with their lives by a bunch of radical leftists over the Roe v. Wade decision. So, oh, oh, listen to this. Just a couple more things on inflation. The reason why I bring this up is because because you suffer with the problems of this economy like I do. There's nothing bigger than this. Uh, uh James Clyburn says uh, he's a, uh, a idiot actually. He's not a very smart man. I do absolutely believe that. And the reason I know this cuz I've heard him speak. And anyway, James Clyburn uh, even though the you know what you know what the average person in his district makes annually? The average person $23,000 a year. In South Carolina. I just read that last week, by the way. $23,000 a year. So, uh, I, you know, I don't even know what you're coming home with at that point. Like what? About 500 every two weeks if you're lucky. $1,000 a month. Fill up now costs $100. $94 is the national average. A fill up. You got to drive to your work and say you got to fill up the car. And this is actually fairly, uh, I guess, um, average once a week. So that's $400. Half of your take-home pay taken, taken uh, by filling up your car with gas. But all you really need to do is uh, listen to General Granholm and get that $56,000 electric car, and you'll be cool. And the payment on that is about $1,200 a month for a $60,000 loan. Here is uh, James Clyburn K- uh, saying that uh, the country's already in recession.
3: Well, for a lot of people, we are. There's no question about that. If you can't afford to buy gasoline... You are that's not what Joe Biden said in Rehoboth
1: when he got up from off the ground after falling off the bike, you know,
3: in the recession. The investor class in this country is not losing any money.
1: I have a 401k that's not worth the whole lot, but I guess I'm part of the investor class. Individuals. Yeah. I'll just get in my private jet and fly around the country like John Kerry. Yes,
3: but as a class investors
1: are still- last night i was sitting around with my monocle with my wife as we sat out on our patio and and i smoked a cigarette from a very long cigarette holder as did my wife in her silken gloves because we are members of the investor class
3: making money corporate execs are making plenty of money that's not the well, issue but the investors issue is- when you say, say investors they're losing money on the market you know that right i mean I that, said the investor obvious,
1: right? class. The investor class. I'm not talking about investors. I'm talking about the investor class. Don't you know the difference? As a class, okay, well, that, that's a large class of people who trade stock, yeah, Right? There you go. That's true. And, and then he just descends into stupid. He just just. There's James Clyburn. <sighs> Average monthly car payments have hit a record in May. Do you know what the average? <laughs> this is so funny. I guess I'm out of touch. I, I guess I'm out of touch with reality because I've never had a payment for a car. I have never had a payment over four hundred dollars. Am I in my I have never had a payment above four hundred dollars in the. Let me see. i forty years. I've been driving. I've never had a payment above $400. You know what the average monthly car payment is uh, around the country if I, if, I, if I even suggested this to my wife uh, she would murder me in my sleep. she'd suffocate me with my my pillow but I would die comfortably. So anyway, average monthly car payment for a car are you ready for this? Sit down people. 712 dollars That's rent to me that's rent. Dear God in heaven. Roughly a 1.7 percent increase with uh, a month before, according to Moody's Analytics. Uh, additionally, the average price of a new vehicle in May raised to raise the more the average price of a vehicle fifty five thousand dollars. I don't think the average price of a vehicle is fifty five thousand dollars. Really? <sighs> I had to sell cars, uh, you know, for a living for a couple years while I was making my way in broadcasting after. 25 years in broadcasting. But anyway... KBB, Kelly Blue Book, uh, some cars sell above their sticker price due to a declining inventory. Um, there is no inventory. Uh, the auto resource says that luxury vehicles are being sold for $1,000 more than sticker. <laughs> if you think it's only $1,000, you're high. Uh, at the same time, non-luxury vehicles down selling for about $1,000 above sticker. Again, you're high. Uh, some experts predict prices may begin to drop for the remainder of the year and indicate some brands like Mazda and Buick might be able to provide lower than expected prices. Partly because, well, it's Mazda and Buick. Anyway, uh, the used car price uh, surge has slowed. It was at forty-eight uh, percent. Used cars have gone up forty-eight percent since twenty twenty. Uh, that's uh, slowed down to only twenty-two percent. So, go crazy on uh, on seven hundred dollars for an average month Who the hell is? I mean, I like to say that I'm in touch. Maybe I'm just in touch with the wrong people because I don't know seven hundred dollars for a car payment. If I had to stroke a $700 check, or no check, but go to my account online and pay $700 for a car payment, I'd be God in heaven. Are you kidding me? Oh, and this this is the left eating the left, by the way. The left eating the left. Uh, inflation is forcing state and local officials to cancel or scale back infrastructure projects. So the trillion-dollar infrastructure package which caused the inflation is now causing the cancellation of the projects it was supposed to pay for. This is glorious. I mean, this is just fantastic. The shortage of workers and prices of pipes, asphalt, made from, uh, by the way, uh, uh, petroleum products and all of the construction equipment and materials a good share of them all the equipment for construction is uh, is run by diesel fuel by the way or or gas and gasoline i'll throw that in there uh one trillion dollar in federal spending signed by biden last year is starting to kick in but inflation caused most projects to scale back or be canceled completely the price of a foot of water pipe in tucson arizona now, presumably, if that is a, if it's a water pipe, it could be a waste pipe, which would be a non-pressure uh, pipe, which would be made of plastic. And that I could see where that would go up dramatically. Uh, generally, pipes that have to maintain pressure, if I'm not mistaken, are made from metal. I could be wrong. Uh, Arizona, anyway, water pipe up 19%. Cost of a ton of asphalt in Massachusetts up 37%. The estimate to build a new port, uh, airport terminal in Des Moines, Iowa, my home state of, of Iowa, well, a one year delay and the price has gone up by 70%. So the new Des Moines International Airport, Des Moines International, kind of an oxymoron. <clears throat> I'm from Iowa, it's okay. Four years ago, a new 14 gate terminal was projected to cost $434 million and open by 2026. Uh, now they're saying the cost is $733 million, so they're going to have to put it off. So the uh, war on uh, fossil fuels has caused the price of everything to go up, and including the, the stuff that was going to be paid for by the spending bill that has caused inflation. It's the perfect circle. It is just absolutely uh, wow, wow, wow. And, uh, by the way, top federal uh, officials predict inflation will surge past the target rate for a couple of years, a couple of years. Uh, recession risks are going up. We're already there. I'm not an economist. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Because if you, as an average American, uh, are suffering because of the prices that you're seeing in stores caused by government policy, if you're having to cut things, if you're having to put off payments, if you are having to uh, uh, endure all of this caused by government policy, uh, we're in a recession. I don't care what your little uh, you know uh, Harvard degree in econ- economics uh, says about a recession but I would venture to say we're there. So you can get in your textbook uh, recession and, and as uh, as possibly uh, Nancy Pelosi you know we're not in a recession yet well of course not because you have a 24,000 dollar refrigerator. All right so you know of course you're never going to feel that. Most in Washington DC will never feel the cost of a recession but by God, we're here. Oh, did I mention that uh, Donald Trump was on uh, with Eric Bowling last night? Uh, there's been a lot of talk the last few weeks that I've seen actually uh, uh, this morning. I didn't uh, bother to print it off, but it was somebody saying that uh, maybe Donald Trump has lost his luster. Maybe it's time to leave him in the uh, dust. Uh, All of that. And then I see polls that show overwhelmingly that Donald Trump is still uh, incredibly, incredibly popular and would defeat any candidate. Now, does uh, Ron DeSantis, is he a powerful, uh, possible candidate? Yes. Is Ron DeSantis ready for primetime? Yes. The only problem is uh donald trump might run and uh, that means he's still the front runner here's donald trump last night talking about uh uh, january 6th for instance january 6th and the hearing that's going to resume today
4: is this about finding out some information about what happened on january or is it about trying to your reputation so that you don't choose to run in 24
1: exactly end of question let's move on no i'll let him go
5: ahead and respond well, that's it. It's uh, I'm
6: leading in every poll. I'm way up on everybody, Republicans and Democrats. And uh, that's all they're trying to do. This is a political thing. And when they did the fake impeachments, you know, my numbers went up. Yeah, it's the same group of people. These are very dangerous people. They're the ones that should be investigated. And they are, I'm sure, hopefully when the Republicans get in, they'll be investigating the January 6th unselect committee.
1: And here's a little bit more from uh, President Trump last night with Eric Bowling on Newsmax. What would be a mitigating
4: factor? In other words, what would say, make Donald Trump say, I don't want it anymore, I did my time, I'm done with
3: it?
6: I don't know of anything. Uh, we have to make our country great again. Our country's gone to hell, and it's gone bad very fast. I, nobody thought it was possible it could go this, this bad this fast. We'll have to see. I love our country. I'll do what's right for the country.
1: Uh, we will see. We will see. Here's a NBC report about Donald Trump's popularity, by the way, and it appears to be uh, good enough to beat Joe Biden. Consider this. A new Yahoo News YouGov survey found that if the presidential election were held today, most probably oversampled Democrats in a big way. So uh, increase this lead by about 10 points. Voters prefer Donald Trump to President Joe Biden 44 to
4: 42 percent. Like the markets, Biden's approval rating continues to decline. He's
5: now at 56% disapproval, 47% say strongly, with only 39% approving.
1: Uh, No, that's actually lower than that. It's in the low 30s now. And there's no mystery as to what's driving those numbers. Uh, Joe Biden sucks as a president. A new poll from Quinnipiac says 34% of Americans rank inflation as the most urgent
5: issue facing the country.
1: One of the uh, contributing factors to his sucktastic performance today. All right, let's take a break. Your calls are welcome, 800-922-6680. A little more on the economy, then we move into uh, Eric Greitens and his new ad that has caused quite a stir online. I would like to hear your thoughts on it. I'll play the ad if you haven't heard it. Uh, 800-922-6680. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Don't you just love institutional ads for life insurance? Well, this isn't one of them. Hey, it's Rob Carson for Fabric Life Insurance. I know your time is valuable, but Fabric has incredible term life insurance policies. that can be customized to your family, and you can be up and running in as little as 10 minutes. Fabric was built by parents for parents to make it easier to manage your family's finances. It takes less than 10 minutes to apply. See your quote and then personalize it to fit your family's needs. Fabric's new lower prices mean significant savings over other providers with great quality choices like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. I would insert a cup of coffee comparison here, but thanks to the White House, it's far more expensive than a dollar a day. Protect your family's future with Fabric. Apply today in just 10 minutes at Fabric.com newsmax That's Fabric.com slash Newsmax. Fabric insurance agency policies issued by Vantis Life, not available in New York and Montana. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions.
0: Sleepy Joe. Joe Biden's been asleep for years. This has to be a wake-up call and shine a bright spotlight on anything like this behavior anywhere. It's the Rob Carson Show.
3: Hard to believe it's real. Would anybody like me to run for president? This is uh, Donald
1: Trump in Nashville last weekend. Uh, Yeah, I'm not thinking the energy's uh, subsiding anytime soon. Oddly enough, this is from a broadcast on Newsmax. Uh, Last what, I guess Friday at 1 in the afternoon, the same time as the J6 hearing will be shown today. And uh, the J6 hearing will get no sort of, uh, of, uh, of uh, response like this. <laughs> I'll just cut it off. It, it just kept going. It just kept going. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Unbelievable. Yeah, he... Uh, uh, you know, he's going to be the candidate. He should have been the president, but he's going to be the candidate. And uh, the only thing that would possibly hold him back from being a candidate, and, and it's something he has actually said, is possibly, you know, the age thing and, uh, and his health. He's going to make sure. Now, when, I, when I had the opportunity to meet him uh, a couple months ago, I would like to be uh, in the same shape that he does, and I'm 20 years younger. So uh, you know that'd be the only thing, and, and I when I look at him right now versus uh, Joe Biden, uh, you know when I look at Joe Biden versus like Paul McCartney just celebrated his 80th birthday, he just did a show in uh, Madison Square Garden I think it was three hour show, 80 year old man three hours show, and uh, and Joe Biden you know falls off a bike and can't uh, put a put a thought together. Um, let's um, let's move on to this. Uh, I want to talk about this Eric Greitens. Uh, Uh, commercial uh, GOP candidate Eric Greitens has been banned from Facebook and Twitter. Now, I don't give a rat's behind about uh, Facebook and Twitter banning anything because generally what they do is they're trying to silence political speech. So I'm going to take them out of the equation. I don't give a dang. What Facebook and Twitter did uh, with this ad, uh, but to me, this ad personally, I saw it last night, and I and I posted on Twitter that I thought it was, uh, I thought it was reckless. I thought it was uh, pretty careless. Um, and, and listen, i am am a I'm a Second Amendment supporting. You know as well as I do. I have said when uh, you know when Democrats say that uh, that they are going to uh, you know they want to get rid of weapons of war, uh, I say, well, the Second Amendment is made for weapons of war. And you're thinking, no, no, it's not. No, it isn't. No, no. Second Amendment is for turkey hunting and target practice. No, it's not. The Second Amendment is for weapons of war. Uh, Pay attention to the founding of the country. The uh, patriots who fought back against the British overlords, they used weapons of war. That's how they won. And the reason why we have the Second Amendment is to protect ourselves as citizens against uh, threats, domestic and foreign, but mostly domestic. As a citizen, we have to be able to defend ourselves against an overzealous government. And in case you didn't know, notice, kind of got a little overzealous lately. You know, just a little with the whole shutting down everything and the whole, I don't know, surveilling people who disagree with the government, that sort of stuff. Yeah, you know, just a little bit of that arresting people at their homes, even though like people like uh, Peter Navarro said, hey, man, if you need anything, just come over the house. I live three blocks from the FBI. The FBI says, "Now nah, we're going to send some jackboots to the airport to arrest you. So other than that, no, there's no, you know, no whatever. Anyway, here is Eric Greitens' new ad uh, talking about hunting rhinos. In the ad, he features uh, a group of, uh, of armed individuals, presumably looking a lot like FBI agents, possibly, uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, Border Patrol. Who knows? But anyway, federal agents with a battering ram and guns, and he has a 12-gauge shotgun. I'm Eric Greitens' Navy SEAL, and today we're going rhino hunting. The rhino that's his 12-gauge. hes on corruption and is marked. Looked like a 12-gauge anyway. I've got a couple of them. By the stripes of cowardice. He's outside of the home, presumably, of a rhino Republican where he kicks down the door. They beat down the door with the battering ram and charge in with smoke bombs and flash grenades. Both used against January 6th protesters before they did anything.
7: Join the MAGA crew. Get a rhino hunting permit. There's no bagging limit, no tagging limit, and it doesn't expire until we save our
1: country. All right. Let's uh, take a break. Your thoughts on it, 800-922-6680. My thoughts coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show.
0: Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: Hour number two of the uh, Rob Carson Show. We've got a bunch of things to get to a little bit more on uh, Eric Greitens' new ad. Uh, Also, I've got the transgender pile that I didn't get to yesterday. Uh, Another national, international organization of women's athletics has said that if you're born a boy, you can't compete with girls. They have these idiotic uh, 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 contingencies, like if you started your transition at 12 years old. So, uh, you know, the question is, uh, which parents do you suppose at 12 years old say, listen, son, uh, your best bet, is because uh, you're really, I mean, you're not that uh, great. Uh, well, I shouldn't say because I'm going to make female athletes look terrible. Uh, but you're not uh, number one in your sport, so the way you can you can possibly win is maybe to become a girl. And I'm only saying that because men are stronger. That's just the way it is. It's been proven. Leah Thomas proved it. You know, it's okay. There's some sports that uh, that women are stronger than men. Biathlon. I will bet you women could kick ass in the biathlon. I'm just throwing this stuff out here. But there's some, you know, maybe fencing, maybe fencing. I don't know. Maybe women are better at fencing. There are some things, but uh, when it comes to um, I don't know, just bench press. Uh, how about that? How about the bench press? Um, yeah, guys are going to win. So anyway, um, got to that coming up. Jim Gossett, the uh, w- the guy who does a lot of the song parodies we do here. We've got a new uh, a new uh, transgender version of uh, I Am Woman that we'll share uh, very shortly on the show. So, uh, and if you want to chime in here, eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. Eric Graden's, and uh, and you know. Um, I remember when Eric Greitens uh, first ran for uh, governor, and this was when I was on the radio in Kansas City, and I was impressed with him. He's a he's a Navy SEAL, ex Navy SEAL. He's this and that and all that, and then things got kind of weird. There was uh, apparently had a sexual relationship with a woman in his office, and he videotaped it or whatever, took pictures, and and uh, you know threatened to blackmail, and then the, that was shot down. I don't know. And there's a whole bunch, of and then there's some other stuff about him being abusive, and then, uh, said, whatever. I don't know. Uh, But I I guess after a while you kind of go, you know, maybe there's something missing in this guy's character. And I got a buddy who uh, works in St. Louis radio and he says, you know, uh, we 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 know Eric and his wife and their kids and we've chosen not to hang around with them because him. So I don't know what exactly is going on, but I will say that I don't think this ad is a is a real good idea. Now, listen, I'm, I'm all about, when it comes to the Democrat Party, not fighting by Marcus of Queensberry rules as they're, you know, using MMA fighters' rules, meaning you've got your, your arms bent and your elbows down and your fists up and say, come at me, you hornswoggler, you know, and they come in with uh, MMA and they, they just ground and pound you. Uh, you know, I'm not into that. But at the same time, let's use, uh, I don't know, some uh, modicum of common sense, when you've got a jack jackbooted uh, FBI and DOJ and HHS going after conservatives in the same manner, he's proposing we go after rhinos. Here at Eric Greitens, uh, holding a, what presumably, I'm thinking it's a, probably a 12-gauge shotgun, uh, going to a rhino home. This is the uh, presumably the home of... I don't know, maybe the uh, rhino governor of the state of Missouri. I don't know much about him. I I, I hear he's a rhino, and I'm not a big fan. But going to the home of a uh, rhino, uh, bringing a, uh, uh, a group of uh, people in tactical armaments and gear uh, with a battering ram knocking down the door, throwing in concussion grenades and tear gas uh, to go after rhinos. Uh, this on the heels of uh, leftists uh, threatening the lives of Supreme Court justices at their homes and, uh, and then, of course, the FBI and DOJ going after conservatives.
7: I'm Eric Greitens, Navy SEAL, and today we're going rhino hunting. The rhino. Feeds on corruption and is marked
0: by the stripes. Of- now,
1: we've seen the FBI and the DOJ go after conservatives like Roger Stone at their home, leaking that their raid would be at Roger Stone's home to CNN the morning of, uh, and then showing up with all guns ablazing. With guns ablazing. There's a battering ram. There's a concussion grenades. In the home of the rhino just like they did at Roger Stone's home. Join the MAGA crew. Get a rhino hunting permit. There's no. I, I don't want this guy to be associated with the MAGA movement. to be quite honest. No
7: bagging limit, no tagging limit. And, it doesn't- and, and
1: listen, I, I want a uh, Republican body in the Senate as much as anybody else. It doesn't expire until we save our country. And I'm down with that, too. And it says rhino hunting permit, uh, you know, bag him and tag him, the whole deal, and, uh, and whatever. Um, and uh, there was a bit, a bit of overreaction and a, and a bit of, I think, um, uh, like the reaction that I have, which is, dear God, man, really? Dear, dear God, man, really? And, and like here for instance here is uh, peter navarro here's peter navarro a uh, conservative in good standing wrote the navarro report which has legitimate concerns about the uh, the 2020 election here's peter navarro talking about his fbi arrest
5: instead of coming to my door where i live which by the way is right next to the fbi instead of calling me and say hey we need you down at court We've got a warrant for you. we would gladly come. What did they do? They intercepted me getting on the plane. And then they put me in handcuffs. They bring me here. They put me in leg irons. They stick me in a cell. By the way, just historical. And
1: then, of course, uh, Eric Greidens does this ad. Um, now, he and his campaign are saying, woke, weak rhinos have surrendered to the radical left at every turn. I agree. 100%. Uh, we will send the rhinos home and replace them with true American first fighters. I agree 100%. But this ad is really stupid. It's just really stupid. Don in Oxford, Maryland, is on the phone. He has thoughts about it. Hello there, my friend. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts?
5: Um, have you heard what George Washington said about the uh, Second Amendment?
1: Probably at some point, but I don't have a Rolodex of quotes in my brain right now. Go ahead.
5: Okay. Well, here's what he had to say. A free people ought not only to be armed, but disciplined, to which end a uniform and well-digested dis- plan of is requisite. Yes. This would be a form of peace insurance, for in the final analysis, to be prepared for war is one of the most effectual means of preserving peace.
1: 100%.
5: So I took a, I took a military history course yes, from a guy named Dr. Bernardo, and he was the um, cataloger for— military intelligence from world war ii to korean war wow. and he told us point blank the uh um, washington and the uh, founding fathers knew that the country would be unconquerable if the citizenry was armed yes so he told us that at that time the united states military back in the 50s were counting on the citizenry to be armed because they knew that the, this country could be unconquerable with 200 million guns in the country. Closer to 450. Right. So, well, this was back in 1960. <laughs> yeah.
1: I got launched. you. I got you. I got you. I'm, just, so I'm not you trying to pick on you about minutia. I'm just saying.
5: If you could uh, imagine what Ukraine is, the Russians are having trouble with Ukraine. Could you imagine the problems they'd have in this country? Yeah. So the state of Maryland, for example, has the Maryland Defense Force which is activated if this country is invaded. And that requires that every man from the age of 17 until the age of 65 be armed. Okay. Very good. The Constitution. It's right there.
1: Well, great. I I love it. And that's what I've said, Don, when I've said that when some people say, "Oh, you don't need a weapon of war. Uh, Yeah, you do. Uh, The Second Amendment guarantees that you can have a weapon of war. Uh, yep. It is not about turkey hunting. It is not about target practice. That's yep. nonsense. That's absolute yep. nonsense, Don. And you are 100% right. And the day that we grow up and we become adults and we realize that we live in a very dangerous world and we have a lot of very dangerous people who want to change our country as founded, then that makes you realize. But what do you think about this ad? What do you think about Eric Crichton's ad there, Don? I'd like to know I your think thoughts. He, I think he's, he's going to step too far yeah. because that's not what I want to be associated with. I don't want to be associated with it either. I think it's stupid and ham-handed, and it makes it, us. And I don't listen. I don't. I don't care what the left thinks about me. Uh, I just think this is stupid and ham handed I don't give a rat's behind what the left thinks right. about me. I do not. But this, to me, I, I, like you just said, I don't want to be associated with this. I don't want to You're be right. associated with the same tactics they're using against conservatives, and that's what it's all about, Don. Right? You're right. You're right. couldn't believe it. Listen, that that sounds fascinating, Don, and I want to thank you for educating yourself. I've got a lot of things. Listen, I grew up with guns. Uh, I grew up shooting guns. Uh, I own several guns. Uh, I am not as well educated on guns caliber usage as I should be, Um, but I do think it's really important that if we are going to defend our position on guns that we do learn as much as we can about them and, of course, the Second Amendment. So I thank you for your phone call today, bud. Okay. All right, very good. Yeah, Dana Lash, uh, she pointed out Guyton's uh, hypocrisy on guns, calling out for waving a gun around in his ad after he refused uh, so-called constitutional carry laws and criticized the Second Amendment Preservation Act, dubbed Sappa, as uh, the governor. He was the governor. He got. He was the governor. He was the governor. But uh, you know, couldn't. Uh They're just some issues. I think. I think this kind of shows that he has some uh, character flaws. I just that's just me. That's just me. Hey, let's talk about abortion. Doesn't, doesn't that sound fun? Doesn't that sound fun, talking about abortion? I mentioned the other day that, uh, that the next thing would be, because uh, women in this country um, have been hornswoggled. Hornswoggled, I tell you. I'm using an old-timey word like Joe Biden. Women in this country have been hornswoggled into believing that uh, abortion is the best way that you can show your solidarity with women is that you could take the one thing that really separates you completely without a doubt from the male population, the ability to uh, gestate an egg and a sperm and grow that uh, that little fetus uh, into a baby uh, and, and being able to kill it is the only thing that really matters if you are a woman in this country. To the point that uh, young women went out in front of Amy Coney Barrett's house yesterday morning uh, wearing uh, white pants with uh, bloodstains on them and uh, marching around presumably to threaten the uh, judge into uh, supporting Roe v. Wade. So that's where we've gone with this uh, Abortion insanity, and I said the next thing would be uh, uh, abortion um, pro-abortion psychotics to uh, literally get pregnant to have the abortion to make an a point. A point. Now, a couple months ago on uh, in Capitol Hill, a woman, uh, a leftist, uh, took an abortion an RU four eighty six saying that she was pregnant to uh, make a point about abortion, and the only por- the only, uh, the only point was to kill a baby. I guess. And I and I, you know, hard to say if that was true or not, but I said that this would be the next step. And now I have proof. I will share the audio on that. Nancy Pelosi talking about it. And then we're going to move into the crazy world of uh, of our military and uh, wokeness and uh, anti white stuff and their pronoun video. All of that's on the way. The number is 800 This is The Rob Carson Show.
0: If the left tells you to quiet down, get louder. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: Dr. Naomi Wolf is going to join us at the bottom of the hour to talk about, uh, well, this uh, the CDC says it's absolutely cool to give your six-month-old to five-year-old the COVID vaccine, even though they don't need it. Uh, I'm not trying to make a decision for you. You decide, but I'll get her thoughts on it. She's got a new book called The, uh, the Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, and the War Against the Human. That's coming up uh, on the show after the bottom of the hour. So the left is completely cool with uh, forcing a, uh, a shot on you or your family members or your children who don't need it. But uh, by God, don't let that baby survive the womb. So um, This is a, a, a quick note. Uh, uh, Kathy Hochul is facing a torrent of criticism after bragging about a new state gun law restricting body vests. So the, the government of... Uh, uh, new York, uh, they decided to take action after the Buffalo shootings, and they're gonna they're gonna go after this, and they're gonna it from ever happening, prevent it from ever happening again. Uh, the problem is the gun vest that the guy who was wearing in the grocery store is not covered by the new law that's supposed to stop people like him from going into grocery stores. So they literally sprung into action to ban things. And one of the things that's banned was uh, not even related to the guy who, uh, who shot up the people in the grocery store. That's the kind of stupidity that you get from the left when they just launch into things without thinking about them. And then ultimately they have to backtrack, backtrack. There you go. So I said, uh, you know, the next crazy... It's got to come from the pro-abortion movement, and it's going to get uh, bat guano crazy. And you know it as well as I did. Uh, you know the the uh, the left in this country has drilled into the minds of everyone that the only uh, reason to be a woman is to have an abortion. Uh, nobody else has a say. The fact that you were a fetus at one point in your life, the fact that you had a uh, a sperm and an egg, you had a, an inseminator and an egg creator, I guess, normally known as male and female, that said, uh, you know, you, you know, maybe you should let other uh, children have the same opportunity that you have, but that doesn't matter to the left, because what they don't see doesn't matter. And I said, you know what, the next thing they're going to do is uh, the leftists are going to literally get pregnant so they can have the abortion publicly, to prove their point. That's how nuts they are, because a few weeks ago, there was a woman on Capitol Hill, and she literally stood there and said, I'm pregnant right now, and I'm going to take this Pill and she took an RU 486 and said, There, I, I did an abortion right there in front of the Supreme Court. Brilliant. I mean, wow, what a point. Um, anyway, here is uh, this is uh, Libs of TikTok has uh, shared a video. They're being banned everywhere, Libs of TikTok, because they do, they have the audacity to just sh- share unedited footage of bet guano crazy leftists without commentary. That's what they do wrong. So, literally, if you had this bet guano crazy person. Uh, talking about getting pregnant just to have an abortion, if it, that was just that person's page, not would what he said about it, be because uh, Libs of TikTok draws attention to this insanity they got to be shut down. It makes no sense, but here she is. This is a libs of TikTok talk person saying that she would get pregnant just to have Yo, the abortion.
3: Were a Let's
1: try that one more time. We are going to step on the beginning of it there.
3: Yo, these dumbasses were making a live on TikTok, and they were explaining about how, oh, pro-life is good, abortions are bad,
8: da da all this and that. And, I, and that's
1: about as deep as her argument goes. Generally, it's this way with uh, with uh, leftists in the country. It ends at the bumper sticker. I
8: had
4: to
7: pop in and get my two cents, and they were like, I had to pop in
1: and get my two cents.
7: You know, like, they're babies. It's a
1: human. Humans have rights. And you're gonna- I know, the humans, humans, the little babies made of baby stuff. Oh, my God. Can you believe they actually care about those little babies? Kill
3: it? That's a murder. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, it's just murder. Can you believe that they think that us murdering babies in the womb is really murder? Oh, my God. I'm like, listen, I would get
8: pregnant just to abort it. You can't argue with me, okay? I'm
1: psycho. Hell, would- you have to, unless you get inseminated. Find someone who's interested in having sex with you, and if that's the case... Well, you could be waiting a while.
8: Kill it. What? I would push myself down the f- stairs. I would jump out of a plane to kill that baby.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, 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 wait! I think we have a solution here.
8: kill it. I would push myself down the f- stairs. I would jump out of a plane to kill that baby.
1: Could you do me a favor and just um, have the baby first, then push yourself down the stairs? I'm just, you know, maybe. I'm just saying. Could be a rougher uh, road to hoe there if you, uh, you know, jump out of a plane with the baby in you. Well, do me a favor. Have the baby, then you can jump out of the plane to your heart's desire. Here is Nancy Pelosi. She's not uh, condemning the the 40-plus attacks on crisis pregnancy centers around the country that have happened since it was leaked and hasn't been discovered, leaked for the Supreme Court the decision to uh, get rid of Roe v. Wade. Here's Nancy Pelosi. It should be common sense that if you try to burn down a building or you spray paint it with uh, messages about if babies, uh, you know, can't be killed, then you can be killed, or whatever they say. But here's uh, Nancy Pelosi. Here we go. Hold on a second.
8: Well, let me just say this. Here we go. A woman has a right to choose
1: to live up to her responsibility she sounds sober it must be before nine in the morning it's up to
8: her her doctor her family her husband her her
1: significant her husband is such a cisgender thing to say
8: other and her god
1: her uh, th- i'm thinking god's gonna say you know what um why do keep the baby uh, just saying you know they're kind of my creation to some degree and
8: uh, this talk of politicizing all of this i think Is something uniquely American and not right. (laughs) What? What? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Other countries, Ireland, Italy, Mexico, have had legislation.
1: And none of them support abortion until birth like the Democrat Party does in this country.
8: uh, Initiatives uh, to expand a woman's right uh, to choose. Very Catholic countries. I'm a very Catholic person.
1: Uh, no, you're not. You're not at all. You just, you could say you are, but you're not.
8: And I believe in every woman's right to make her own decision.
1: Well, you certainly did about your eyebrows, and I'm not sure if that was a good idea. Okay, so coming up, uh, going to talk a little bit about uh, January 6th, the hearing today, Adam Schiff. Uh, Being questioned, why aren't you allowing the opposition on the air? And he does not have a good answer. Uh, Then we're going to get into uh, Transgender Madness. Another international women's organization says it's not fair for uh, athletes-born men to compete with women. And Dr. Naomi Wolf is next. Do not leave your smart device, radio, computer. You know the, the deal. Stick around. Before we go to Naomi Wolf, our guest on the Newsmax Hotline, here is CDC Director Rochelle Walensky talking about vaccinating your toddlers. Thank
7: you for joining today's Director Debrief. COVID-19 vaccines are now available for children under five.
1: We, Yay, we needed this. Not really.
7: This recent authorization from FDA and recommendation from CDC, nearly 20 million children are now able to get vaccinated.
1: ka
7: Against COVID-19. I know many parents with very young children have been anticipating this day.
1: Yeah, and dreading it in my case.
7: We now know, based on rigorous scientific review, yeah. that the vaccines available here in the United States sure. can be used safely and effectively yeah. in children under five. Sure. Vaccinating young children is a critical opportunity to protect them against hospitalization and
6: death.
1: Yeah, well, um, actually, so is natural immunity. And uh, uh, when you look at these statistics, uh, I think it would say otherwise as far as uh, vaccinating really young children. Naomi Wolf joins us on the uh, Newsmax Hotline. She has written a book called The Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19 and the War Against the Human. And she joins us now. Hello and good morning, Naomi Wolf. How are you today?
8: Good morning. I'm good. Thanks so much for having me on.
1: So is this just about catching? With regard to uh, the vaccination of uh, of the littlest people in the, in our country, uh, and considering that the U.S. is joining China, Cuba, and Venezuela on the short list of nations that now vaccinate children under five, don't you suppose that's maybe a bad sign?
8: <laughs> I mean, I, I think people should really look at that list. Um, unfortunately, yeah. I think it's about something worse than kaching, and I don't just think it; it's based on uh, masses of primary source evidence that that I've seen and that I present to readers in the bodies of others and also in reports on dailycloud.io, uh, my, my news site, where I've got 3,000 experts reading through wow. the Pfizer documents. And these are physicians and RNs and biostatisticians and medical fraud investigators, uh, really credentialed people. They're reading through the 55,000 documents released under court order um, that the FDA asked the court to keep hidden for 75 years. So yes. what does that have to do with you and your children and this horrific declaration by Ro- Rochelle Walensky and and also the, the fast tracking of, of injecting under fives by um, by, uh, you know, by our agencies? Um, it, 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 it's 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 it, it's so much worse than you can imagine. Okay. Under fives uh, are not, as you said, at serious risk of any kind for, um, for uh for any harmful outcomes from COVID. Um, and what they are at risk for is a harmful outcomes from the vaccine. Um, it's, it's absolutely stunning what the Pfizer documents show. They show harms ranging from, well, Pfizer knew within a month that the vaccines didn't work. Pfizer knew in April and May of 2021 that 35 teens sustained heart damage a week after being injected. But The FDA didn't bother to tell parents until four months later. um, There are horrific harms related to babies uh, and and lactation and reproduction in the Pfizer documents. Um, An analysis of the VAERS data shows that 56 babies died when they were injected with this vaccination or I'm sorry, sustained like multi-system organ failure. And the data are also showing that babies are dying. Um, when they're born to vaccinated moms, um, 86 babies died in uh, neonatal deaths in Ontario, Canada, when we usually anticipate five or six as a baseline. In, in Scotland, a highly vaccinated country, um, there's doubling the number of neonatal deaths now that most of the moms have been vaccinated. And in Israel, 30, 30, there's a 34% higher rate of moms um, losing their babies to spontaneous abortion or miscarriage or newborn death um, than moms who are unvaccinated. Um, The harm to kids that we've already seen are are stunning. I mean, my book has account after account of teenagers just dropping dead, teenagers dying in their feet, young, healthy adults, you know, collapsing on the, the playing field. And, you know, doctors are scratching their heads. What could it be? Well, we've now done a deep dive into what's in these vaccines, and we know exactly, you know, what it is. These are toxic ingredients. And, um, you know, the SEC filing from BioNTech, which is a subsidiary of Pfizer, tells the SEC, but not you and me and the moms and dads of America, that collapsing so hard you hurt yourself is a common side effect of, of being injected. Anaphylactic shock. Um, You know, four people died the day they were injected. Anaphylactic shock is a common reaction to polyethylene glycol, which is one of the ingredients in the vaccine. Um, They're not asking your child. They're not testing for a PEG allergy before they inject your child. Um, You know, there are thousands of neurological harms, encephaly, epilepsy, clotting events, lung clots, blood clots, hemorrhages, um, you know, stroke after stroke after stroke. And we now understand the mechanism. And the last thing I would say, you know, so these are monsters, right? They're monsters. And they don't, the Pfizer documents show that they have no regard for human life. They have no regard for children. Um, They're going to let people die. 1,200 people died, you know, just in the first three months of the vaccine rollout. And they're not going to protect your child. Um, The other thing I want to say to parents is that uh, my own research has found that there are incredibly strong ties like they're the same thing between pfizer and china and uh, i don't just mean a company in china or an individual in china it is the country of china and so you're right to start this discussion with that list of communist countries under yeah. the sway of china that are vaccinating the kids because, well think
1: about this I mean, yeah. I mean i'm telling you china the only countries in the world who are doing this are countries like china I mean, that should send a a cold, uh, you know, chill
8: down your spine. That China, China, which, you know, forces women to have abortions, China, which harvests organs, China, which puts Uyghurs in concentration camps. Um, The the fact that it's it's countries under the sway of China that are, you know, vaccinating children should should really tell you something. One of the things this this, uh, injection seems to do, there are now six signals. As I mentioned, is it interferes with the ability of the next generation to reproduce? I've mentioned that it messes up uh, lactation, that there's polyethylene glycol in vaccinated women's breast milk, so yes. babies of vaccinated mothers who are nursing are having GI distress, failure to thrive. Now, the Journal of Andrology pointed out yesterday that injection, and you know, I'm really sorry, men who are listening to this who are vaccinated, it suppresses sperm count and sperm motility by a factor of six to 21 percent so you know makes men less fertile basically um another thing it does is these lipid nanoparticles which are hard fatty things which are in every injection um those traverse every membrane in the human body that means they traverse the the amniotic sac the placenta and they're getting into the fetal environment. We literally don't know what's what that's gonna do to babies. Um, no, I, we I, know I, that I, women's I, menstrual cycles are on average a day longer if they're vaccinated. On average, we've heard horrifying, you know, reports of menstrual dysregulation. Again, that affects fertility. So all of these things, you know, indicate that this injection, intentionally or not, after fourteen months, there is intentionality. Um the, the effect is to diminish the fertility of the next generation and, and, and diminish their health.
1: Do you suppose, and I, I want to throw a couple things out here because um, reports show that 0.00 or 2.2% of all childhood COVID-19 cases resulted in death. Yet Rochelle Walensky is saying that Americans have been eagerly waiting for a vaccination for their six-month-old to five-year-old. I would venture to say that uh, parents closer to the birth of their infants would be a little more protective before saying, okay, CDC, go ahead and give them another Vaccine, and I'm not conspiratorial. And you say that this yeah. is all from from documents that you have uncovered that were uh, were in, and we. And I remember reading about this. Were to be kept under wraps for 75 years. What do you say to yeah. new parents when when you I look mean, at the the danger of COVID versus the vaccine?
8: I mean, so I'm not a medical doctor, but parents should take a look at these 23 reports that are all pinned on dot.io. You're absolutely right. It's not my opinion. These are Primary internal documents of Pfizer keeping track of children going, you know, babies going to seizure, babies dying of liver, with an inflamed liver, you know, adults having strokes and neuropathic outcomes and muscle pain, which is afflicting a lot of people I know. Um, You know, doctors have no idea what it is. Well, Pfizer knows what it is. Joint pain. Young, healthy adults are limping. Pfizer knows what it is. They didn't tell us. So what I would say is my heart breaks for this country right now because half of America is getting this information, and usually from conservative news outlets. So I would have to say I'm a liberal, but God bless the conservatives right now because literally conservatives and libertarians are the only news sites that are covering the biggest story in the 21st century. And liberal legacy media are crickets because they took the money. And my, my book, The Bodies of Others, shows that millions of dollars went from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the CARES Act to buy off legacy media so that they would jump on the vaccine confidence bandwagon. So they're not at liberty to even cover this story. So that's just to say, I really feel sad for half the parents in America because they're being lied to and they're being told that they endanger their children by not injecting them with this Um, absolutely dangerous, sometimes fatal injections that their kids do not need.
1: Naomi wolf i've got two kids and uh, and i am a, a warrior for my children i would give up my life for them in, in a heartbeat and i tell you if my child were very young uh, uh, six months old to five years i would uh, i'm not i don't want to offer medical advice to anybody you make up your mind um, uh, i personally would not my children went ahead and got uh, vaccinated they chose to my son was over 18 he was an adult my daughter was uh, 16 i think and and i uh, i said well i personally don't feel like you need it but if you, you know, it's your decision, and they went ahead and and did it. Uh, But when I see with infants, the the mortality rate is, I think, three one-hundredths of one, uh, three one-thousandth of a percentage that they'll die. I'd be like, you know, I think I'm going to hold off on this. Um, What is the, the, tell me again the website where you're posting all of this information, the IO website, because I've got all your other stuff. Go ahead.
8: Sure. It's dailycloud.io.
1: Dailycloud.io. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I got it. Yeah. 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 Okay.
8: Uh, let me jump in, if I may, with um, what you just said. Because I, I take your point. And listen, I am praying every day for, you know, a young adult whom I can't name, whose whose expensive universities are going to mandate more boosters and injections that are going to harm yeah. young men's and young women's reproductive capacities and hearts. You know, in the fall, um, I, I hear you about the. the the struggles we're in as parents, I just want to say, even when you say like this 0.00X percent of of kids die, you know, uh, quote unquote of COVID, even that's a suspect statistic, because the fact is that Rochelle Walensky got served with a subpoena for a grand jury investigation for willful misconduct or alleged willful misconduct. And I've seen the evidence and it's very strong that it was intentional willful misconduct in this, Handling the data, including overstating by 26% children's deaths from COVID. And what um, the people yeah. bringing a the suit, these include two state senators in Oregon, Senator Linda and Senator Thatcher. What they point out is that she um, changed how deaths are reported so that instead of, like, if you have COVID or you test positive for COVID, but you also <coughs> me, have cancer or you were in a car accident. If you die of cancer, or you die of a car accident. She resolves to change the form so that COVID comes as the final uh, on the final line as a cause of death, instead of a contributing factor with cancer or a car accident as a cause of death. So she, you know, I've got a chapter in the Bodies of Others called the Unverifiable Pandemic because this is just one example. Yeah. All of the data sets that were presented to us, like these COVID maps, oh, my God, there's a spike. Well, you can't see the data sets for those. You can't verify them. And there's all kinds of things wrong with them, as I point out in the book. Um, and so, you know, we literally don't know how many children have died with COVID. But I can tell you that when you do the math for all the COVID deaths properly and you map it against other causes of death, even at the height of the pandemic, it only came in 10th or 11th yeah. after opioid overdoses and suicide yeah. and and that's for adults so well, listen
1: uh, w- it's, we're, it's we're,
8: not a big problem. Children are at greater risk from asthma or yes. diabetes or, you know, yes. just being overweight in this country than they are from COVID. Yes.
1: I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, reading your book, The Bodies of Others. I know that you and I, in the past, and I, I've, you know, followed your career for a number of years and you are not uh, aligned with me politically as far as uh, some things are concerned. But but on this, I, I really, really appreciate the fact that you are being so tenacious about that. It's too important to say otherwise. And as I, as I like to say, and, and, and just Real, you know, I don't know anybody who died of COVID. How often does that happen? That uh, that, And I heard this echoed the other night by somebody on television. I don't know anybody. Yes, people have died from COVID. Yes, people have died with COVID. I know that Robert Redfield, when he was a CDC director, said that there was a perverse infe- incentive by the government and the vaccine companies to come up with a vaccine. There was a perverse incentive, and that means money. So I'm, I'm very interested in reading what you have to say. And also the WHO, uh, the, the director of the WHO is Ted Rose, I draw what the hell his name is? He's actually okay. admitting that. Yeah, he's he's actually admitting that uh, the 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 virus may have come from a lab in China. So I think yeah. when all comes out, we're going to find out we've been played, Naomi Wolf. That's what I think. Thirty seconds
8: to wrap things up. No, well, you're you're exactly right, and um, this is why they wanted to keep us indoors and dependent on social media to get yep. our view of the world, because social media companies also. Tech companies benefited from these lockdowns as well, which I I follow the money and the bodies of others. So, look, we have to save our country and you have to, you know, we have to unite across party lines. It's not left versus right anymore. It's us versus them. You know, we have to we, we can save our country, but we have to act now. And I do. All right.
1: Uh, Naomi, I'm sorry we're, we're short on time. The Bodies of Others, the New authoritarian COVID-19 and the War Against the Human. I'm looking forward to reach, uh, reading it. Also, you're all over social media as well, uh, Dr. Naomi Wolf. Um, thank you for joining me. Let's have you on again soon, okay? I
8: would love that. Thank you so
1: much. All right, let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show.
0: There's only one Rob Carson on the radio. Oh, thank God! It's the Rob Carson show. I
1: want to thank uh, Naomi Wolf for being on the show. And there are a lot of questions about um, uh, the vaccine. Uh, the CDC has quite joyously said that your uh, six-month-old to five-year-old needs a, uh, a vaccine shot. That's your decision as a parent. You make the de- decision um, you, when you look at the uh, statistic of you know death um, from the disease for children that young, uh, you know, I, I, my person, personally, I'd be like, eh, no, I think I'm co-. And I had COVID and I'm, you know, mid fifties male. Um, uh, and I, uh, and I did it without a vaccine. And I, then I did the no vaccine for reasons that are none of your business to be quite honest. It's not necessarily, uh, religious, although I do absolutely respect uh, religious, uh, issues with the vaccine and, and where the vaccine came from. And on that basis, also, but I had other uh, reasons as well, uh, largely healthy, health wise. So, um, I do appreciate uh, Naomi coming on the show, and and I think her. You know, and this is cool. This is, and I've said this before. um, Joe Biden said he was going to bring us together. And uh, he, he did that as a lie. I mean, he never intended on bringing us together. He, uh, you know, you don't call uh, Trump supporters white supremacists. Uh, you don't call us all these names and want us to bring us together. That's a lie. It's a lie. But he has brought us together on issues like COVID, on issues like the economy and gas prices. He has brought us together. CRT and schools brought us together. This is great. He's brought us together. Even liberals like Naomi, Naomi Wolf have brought us together. And that's what's going to save the country, you and me and we'll do it without a civil war and we'll, we'll do it without secession hopefully now uh coming up i've got uh some information on the j6 hearing it's going to happen today and adam kinzinger being asked hey why is there no opposition plus we'll get into the uh, transgender madness with uh athletics coming up as well let's take a break this my friends is the rob carson show All right, so coming up, the U.S. Army is teaching West Point cadets that uh, uh, racism is is what drives America, and uh, they are pushing critical race theory. Also, the Department of Justice is spending a million dollars to create the Center for Two-Spirit Youth. And then, if you haven't heard yet, the U.S. Navy and their new video for uh, new uh, recruits, which is about uh, which pronoun to use which pronoun to use and all of these things add up to one thing and that is uh, uh, us not being prepared for any challenge that comes internationally Uh, and this also uh, I guess doesn't bode well for America not getting its ass kicked on the world stage so we'll get to that Uh, transgender madness Rachel Madhouse cutting back to one day a week on her show still gets paid $30 million a year somebody tell me where she got her agent last hour of the show right ahead don't go anywhere
0: Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: It is Rob Carson Show. Hello and welcome to the final hour of the radio program. I do want to get to uh, uh, (laughs) what our our new recruits in the uh, military are being subjected to and how uh, all we have to do is say no and we better say no or we're going to get our rear ends handed to us by an otherwise very cruel world filled by despots who'd like to kill you uh, take your family murder part of them, maybe remarry your wife and uh, and uh, take your property and I'm being completely serious so uh, but I do think we need to talk about transgendered athletes born male competing with uh, women and International Rugby League has said "Nah, not so much this is Jim Gossett with an iconic
3: Song of the 70s. I am woman, not a man, despite this new transgender band. Though my voice is deep, and I've got facial hair. A little different than the old version. they me, but I'll be back. Bravery I do not lack. You don't have to tell me to grow up pair. I think you can get pregnant, I'm not sure. Oh, yes, I'm a girl. Against women mm. I compete. Sure. People want to hurl when I win another meet. Swimming medals, I will steal all of them. I have a beard, Beard. yeah. I've got testicles, Testicles. (laughs) I am woman. (laughs) Venus says that I can't swim. They claim that I am a him, but I'll be back. Just you wait and see. Iconic song yeah. Oh, yes, I'm a she. I even wear a dress. No, it's no mystery. The whole package I possess. But they banned me. <laughs> banned me from everything. Yeah. I have a brawn. Brawn. <laughs> I have a prostate plan Prostate gland. I am woman.
1: 2022 version of I Am Woman there by, uh, by Jim Gossett. Jim Gossett, two S's and two T's. Uh, com it's, it's 2022, by the way. Yeah, did, did I say that? So the International Rugby League competitions are uh, are only for women now, I guess. Uh, the transgender women will not be allowed to play. And this is rugby. So just real quick, if, if maybe your daughter... I'll just say daughter. Well, it could be wife. I, I don't know. Maybe she likes to play recreational rugby because women's rugby is so huge. But anyway, uh, for those who do, you know, whatever. So, uh, uh, and your your wife goes off to play the rugby, the rugby, you know, with all of her friends who play the rugby. And, uh, and they get there on the field, and all of a sudden uh, out walks a guy who's a 320-pound Samoan guy who's been nothing against Samoans. I mean, a lot of, you know, they do that really cool, that uh, – thing at the beginning of the matches i just I, you know, what the rock does it it's, it's so cool that that dance what, dang it anyway so a uh, 300 pound samoan dude comes out there and says uh, yeah i was uh i was a girl until last year and uh i'm a i'm a i, or I was a boy until last year but now i'm a woman and so uh that means that i can compete with you so how would you feel i mean honestly how would you feel if uh if uh that happened to you because there are some sports maybe wouldn't be such that big a chess. I don't know it's chess a sport, but anyway. Uh, cheerleading. Maybe cheerleading. I was a cheerleader in high school. I know, I know, I know, but I was a man. And I didn't dress as a woman or it was I didn't identify. I just I was a guy a cheerleader in high school. I know it's kind of weird. Um, but uh, but I'm thinking of all the sports you could choose to be a woman competing in uh, that you would be most ill if equipped to handle 320-pound guys playing uh, rugby against you because you'd get um, destroyed. You'd, You'd get completely wrecked. So that's what they're saying. So the until further research is completed to enable the IRL to uh, implement a formal transgender inclusion policy, male-to-female trans women players are unable to play in sanctioned women international rugby league matches. In other words, uh, the abuse of women will not be legalized by this organization. It is the IRL's responsibility to balance the individual right to participate, a longstanding principle of rugby league, and a, and... It's heart from day uh, uh, it was established against perceived risk to other participants and to ensure that all are given a fair hearing and that men shouldn't be able to come here and win gold medals by pummeling the crap out of women. I just added that. So... uh, male athletes who wish to compete against women must prove that they have completed androgen androgen insensitivity and therefore could not experience male puberty. So what they're saying is that you can compete as a woman if you were born a man and you began suppressing puberty uh, before age 12. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing weird or twisted or dangerous or insane about that. Oh, wait, it's sanctioned by a lot of Democrats. By the way, uh, U.S. women's soccer legend Megan Rapinoe says she's 100% supportive of it, including transgender women in women's sports, and calls arguments to the contrary, disgusting. Now, uh, realize that the uh, uh, U.S. women's soccer team with uh, Megan Rapinoe as the uh, head of it uh, they were getting ready for a, a match with uh, Russia a couple years ago, and they decided that they'd warm up by playing some 15-year-old boys out of Dallas high school team, the UC, uh, the U15 boys. They uh, they uh, played the U.S. women's championship team, and the women got their their rear ends handed to them, five to two, by the high school boys. So. Your point was what? It was what? It was what?. Oh, and then one other thing on this because I don't want to spend too too much time on this. Um, uh, there was a University of Pennsylvania swimmer who uh, after the Leah Thomas Good Morning America interview, and Leah Thomas is the, the person who was born a man, swam his entire life as a man until his junior year when he was 467th rated in the country, decided to become a woman and went to number one and beat one woman. Honestly, my wife didn't even know. She didn't even know that in a 500-meter at a meet this uh, last year that she beat the second-place winner by 38 seconds. By the time the second-place winner got to the finish line, the auditorium was empty and everybody had gone home, okay? But uh, this uh, athlete who was on the same team uh, with Leah Thomas and all of her teammates have been silenced. And this is one of the greatest instances of abuse of women I could ever imagine. And if you are a woman and you are left of center and you are down with this, you are seriously messed up beyond belief. You really, really are. She said, you can tell Leah Thomas is mentally ill. I saw the video on Good Morning America and I was disgusted. Uh, When asked her to clarify, she explained that Leah Thomas was not grounded in reality and was instead so consumed by his own life that he failed to acknowledge any damage he inflicted upon real female teammates. She also mentioned the damage Thomas caused to female sports and to opportunities he took away from real female swimmers, both on UPenn's team and the NCAA. Leah's experience was his alone, and many suffered so he could benefit. Listen, women. Listen, this is according to this swimmer: a woman, women were forced to give up roster spots, become uncomfortable in locker rooms, and see Leah Thomas' male genitalia, losing races and championships all because of Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas, by the way, still dates women. Leah Thomas is still a heterosexual. And yet, Leah Thomas was able to identify as a woman, be naked in front of other women in the locker room, and then after that indignity, go out to the swim meet and have their arses destroyed by Leah Thomas. Can you imagine the heartbreak of parents? Can you imagine the heartbreak of of young women as they watch young men now identifying as women run off into the distance of the finish line as you come in second? All of this woke nonsense is exactly that and always has been. If you want to talk about happiness, what about everyone else's happiness? What about mine? What about my teammates? This teammate said, What about the swimmers who Leah bumped out of medals at the NCAA championships? What about the girl who finished ninth and finals? she said? The girl that finished 17th, the girl who finished second to Leah. What about their happiness? What about all their hard work? What about these women who are 22 years old, their senior years in college, their dreams dashed after 21 years in the water every day for five hours only to see Leah Thomas uh, failing miserably as a man decide at the last minute? To become a woman for my senior year. Same thing happened with uh, Rachel Levine, a middle management government worker is a man, otherwise mediocre in his late 50s, decides at the last moment, retire or become a woman and become women of the woman of the year, according to USA Today. What would you do? I don't know. If you got no shame, you might choose door number two. Thomas should not have permitted to do the sport he loves by infringing on the rights of his female competitors to fair competition. Additionally, there were potential title line violations because of Leah Thomas and also the issue of college-age girls forced to share a locker room with a male. So you have caused women to be suffering not only indignities, sexual harassment, and also the loss of their careers as athletes. Where's the apology? Where's the apology to me and other like-minded individuals who have common sense with regard to this? Where's the apology for J.K. Rowling for her comments about men and women being different? Where are the apologies? Finally, we have world health organizations not associated with governments saying, yeah, it's nonsense and it ends now. And women who are uh, were men can compete in their own division that's what we have said all along and that doesn't make us transphobic or homophobic or anything. It makes us common sense people who respect the athletes who were born the way they were and raised to compete the way they were and not to have their dreams dashed by woke nonsense. And by the way, if it were the case that uh, hormones didn't matter and at-birth sex didn't mean anything, where are the born female, now male, NFL, NBA, and, uh, and MLB players? Crickets. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show.
0: Joe Biden has always been a punchline. Now he's just a joke. It's the Rob Carson Show. Rising to the top, push it to the edge, give it all you got. Better break a sweat, strong
1: woman. Might have to get rid of this theme song for men playing in women's sports. Yeah,
0: she's got speed, she's got the move, she's got the muscle and a hoe, that's a boost. Strong strong woman. Strong From yeah. South Park.
1: Yeah, so the uh, the International uh, what uh, Women's Rugby Association or whatever uh, they've decided that uh, athletes born men shouldn't compete with women in rugby. Well, that kind of makes sense. <sighs> Who knows what'll be next? Maybe professional wrestling.
3: <laughs> so stupid,
1: dear God. I mean, just can we just common sense how about just common sense I don't know. I don't know. oh did you know that uh, what uh, day number two for or no 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 it's day number two fourth day of uh, january the sixth testimony um and uh, of course the uh, kangaroo court and it is a kangaroo court it's a joke uh and and people aren't buying it it's uh j- it's just a, a bunch of leftists presenting the uh, evidence and prosecution of a uh Someone who's accused and, and no defense being presented, and you know them being found guilty. That's that's what this is all about. It's a it's a giant meh. It's a giant meh. CNN host uh, Dana Bash grilled uh, Adam Schiff, who's a Pez dispenser, who just instead of spewing out candy spews out nonsense. Uh, this happened on Sunday over why the January 6th House Committee is not hearing from witnesses who counter the argument. Why is why no rebuttal?
7: Why aren't you calling witnesses in a public way who might challenge the committee?
1: Because it wouldn't be a kangaroo court then. And it wouldn't be third world like they do in what they did in Russia and stuff.
7: Is that intentional because you don't want to deviate from the storyline that you're trying to present? Oh, no,
1: no, no. It's not about deviating from the storyline. It's about presenting one storyline and not allowing any opposition. Just send them right to the gallows. To the
7: public and, of course, potentially to the Justice Department?
9: Uh, no, I mean, we, well, we are interviewing, God. frankly, anyone that has relevant evidence, uh, we're putting that relevant. In- oh, we, yeah, we
1: interview anybody who has relevant evidence. Of course, if it's a Republican who has the uh, relevant evidence that he's uh, talking against the uh, the narrative we've created, then we'll forget
9: about it. No. I mean, we we are interviewing, frankly, anyone that has relevant evidence. Uh, we're That's putting a that g- rele-
1: gigantic, gigantic freaking lie.
9: Evidence before. The- Just
1: like the lies you told with Russia collusion. I could go on and on.
9: Public, uh, And we're doing it uh, in a way that... Uh, um, is the it's one-sided and uh, you know there's no opposition to it at all. This
1: is the way we like it in the Democrat Party because we're getting our rear ends handed to us. We're getting curb stomped on
9: everything because we're wrong about everything. Most cohesive and that we can get across the salient points to the public.
7: So like why not subpoena Mike Pence for example. if he won't? I know you asked him to testify voluntarily.
1: That didn't happen.
9: Um, you know we're not taking anything off the table in terms of witnesses who have not yet testified. Yeah, um, and,
1: uh, yeah. And, and he had a lot of evidence by the way about Russia collusion with Donald Trump and Russia And all of that he had lots of evidence he just didn't want to tell anybody about it but he had the evidence it turns out he had no evidence at all and it didn't happen Hillary Clinton uh, sold off 25 percent of our uranium assets to uh, uranium one while she was a secretary of state not soon thereafter she got 150 million dollars from Russian oligarchs into her charity which uh, went belly up after she lost the election weird how that happens but he says that he's got evidence against Donald Trump. You can trust him this Sharon time. And
7: will include evidence yeah. about Trump electors in battleground states who submitted fake electoral... Oh, I lots
1: of, of evidence. Trump tried to throw the election. College, sure. ballots,
7: yeah, even uh, though Trump lost these states that we're talking about. Yeah. We have already heard that campaign officials, yeah. Trump campaign officials, were involved in that. Do you have evidence that the former president himself was involved?
9: Uh, yes, we'll show evidence of the president's. Yes,
1: we'll show the evidence that doesn't exist. I mean, that is, uh, I'm
9: hiding now. Involvement uh, in this scheme. Uh, we'll also, again, uh, show evidence uh, about what his own lawyers. Uh, Still
1: waiting to see the evidence from the last thing, the whole Russia
9: collusion thing that
1: you said you had but you didn't have.
9: To. Came to think about this scheme. Um, and we'll show courageous state officials who stood up uh, and said they wouldn't go along with this. Uh, pl- Nobody believes you
1: nobody believes you and honestly with the price of gas being over five bucks a gallon and diesel being six bucks a gallon nobody freaking cares let's go to joe in lovely baltimore maryland hello there joe welcome to the rob carson show what's on your mind today hey i, I know rob
4: i know you were going to the uh, jane six stuff i called in a little bit late on the transgender sports stuff i think that's all right uh,
1: i'm i'm topic fluid
4: <laughs> I, I like it um <laughs> I think a lot of these leagues are kind of missing the opportunity on doing co-ed leagues. Um, I said years ago as the United States, as the, as the women's soccer team, was really doing well that it would be really cool to see the men's league, the, the men's soccer team and the women's soccer team, split the teams and do a, a charity thing for, you know, co-ed sports or schools or whatever and play each other just for fun. And yeah. I think there's, I think there's, a, I, think there, I mean, look at all the, the sports leagues in the city and around the area where there's co-ed soccer, co-ed baseball, softball, all that stuff. You're missing a huge opportunity to, if, if people are really concerned about inclusion, which I know they're not, um, I, I think it would just be an awesome, an awesome experience.
1: Well, I, I belong to a co-ed softball team, actually. And that's the only way I would compete because, uh, uh, you know, I'm not very good. <laughs> and nothing against you know nothing what? against nothing against women. I, I'm not meaning to shrug. I suck as a player. Women wouldn't want me on their team. Uh, they suck me in in right field as a kid in school. You know what what right field is to a kid in in middle school? It means you suck you. because yeah, nobody will hit the ball to you. Go ahead.
4: It's it's biology class. You're just chasing butter <laughs>
1: So you know, listen, I have no problem with uh, co-ed uh, leagues, and and if you want to play on a co-ed league uh, on the Olympic level, cool. But uh, but Joe, uh, men shouldn't compete with women. That's just the way it no. is. Unless you know, uh, when it comes to strength and stamina, we have advantages. It's just the way it is.
4: I, and, I, and I'm with you. And and you know what? And it's it's obvious. I just it just sucks that you know there's there's all these leagues out there. And it's like it's staring you in the face.
1: And yeah,
5: well,
4: to, to make it more mainstream, it we noticed. We all
1: know what it is. Just- yep, Joe, thanks for the phone call, man. There's no, uh, there's yet no uh, vaccination against stupid. The CDC isn't even working on it. Coming up, the U.S. Army teaching West... West... West. <laughs> try to get... Point Cadets about CRT and a Navy pronoun video. Stick around.
0: Ain't freedom of expression great? To follow Rob Carson on social media, go to Truth Social Getter Facebook and Twitter at Rob Carson Show.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm all over social media. Again, uh, Getter and uh, Truth Social at Rob Carson Show, also on uh, Facebook and Twitter. And uh, Facebook has lightened up a little on me. And then uh, they started cracking down again and putting filters on my stuff and all that. And then uh, uh, today we get news that it looks like uh, Elon Musk is going to get Twitter. So we'll see if they lighten up again. Um, But but by and large, I've migrated most of the following to uh, Getter and uh and truth social at rob carson show don't really add anything to the uh, youtube channel anymore i just got tired of the abuse to be quite honest just got tired of the abuse tired of the abuse so i want to talk to you who are active duty military personnel and those who are retired those of you who are uh Injured, Those of you who had to uh, leave honorably were discharged honorably for injury and whatnot uh, to Gold Star families. Um, How well do you suppose the young men and women in our military are going to be when we know that the U.S. Army is teaching West Point cadets racist, anti-American critical race theory? The U.S. Army is teaching West Point Cadets anti-American racist critical race theory according to new documents obtained by uh, Judicial Watch, which is Tom Fitton's organization, very credible, great organization. And um, here's what they found. The documents reveal that Army officers in training are receiving lessons in CRT, which include lessons of addressing whiteness as well as the application of CRT when answering questions. Quote, in order to understand racial inequality in slavery, it is first necessary to address whiteness, one slide says. The slide goes on to claim that whiteness is a location of structural advantage, a of race privilege, is a standpoint of place or place from which white people look at themselves and the rest of society and refers to the set of cultural practices that are usually unmarked and unnamed. <clears throat> I want to bring up my vacation again, driving through Mississippi and Alabama and Missouri and Arkansas and witnessing the ungodly poverty, uh, black and white, sharing in that misery, by the way. It was interesting. I was also watching this morning because you were talking about uh, Sesame Street. You know, I grew up in the 70s and 80s, and and I was... uh, Part of Generation X, the last analog generation proudly. Thank you very much. And and I was uh, this morning I was looking at a, uh, uh, apparently that Sesame Street has decided they're going to air an old episode from 1976 where the woman who played the witched, Wicked Witch of the East, remember her? She appeared on uh, Sesame Street in 1976. And uh, apparently it was too scary. And, and I remember this because when I was a kid, the Wicked Witch of the East scared the crap out of me. And, and things have changed, seriously. I mean, if you look at just popular culture and, I don't know, life in the inner city, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot more scary things out there than the Wicked Witch of the West. But it's really funny. I was watching that episode, and I'm seeing this woman who's a uh, white actor, famous for her role in the Wicked Witch of the uh, West about 30 years earlier, and a very multicultural group of people in the in the neighborhood. And it's funny because I remember watching all these episodes when I was a kid and, and all of the characters who were multicultural and Asian and black and white and all this and the store owner was black and this and, this, and, that, and, that, and, that, and that and I was like, oh, okay. Not one bone in me said, oh, my God, oh, my God, there are black people on Sesame Street. Oh, my God, I didn't realize that. I'm a racist. No. So this uh, this, uh, this uh, hearkening back to uh, making it like it's 1968 all over again or 1863 all over again is absolute nonsense. And it's it's for a variety of reasons to divide us. And it's also to take away from the abject failure of Democrat policies like the Great Society, especially the Great Society. Back to the questionnaire being taught at uh, West Point. Do you think affirmative action creates an environment for reverse discrimination? Use CRT to support your answer. Oh, yeah, it's not being taught in schools, yeah. How does this keep you from getting your arse handed to you on the battlefield? How does this uh, keep the country protected? What good does this do? It doesn't do any good. What is the difference between desegregation versus integration? Another uh, question from a slide titled, Conundrums of Integration asks... How would you apply a tenet of CRT to this idea? Additionally, slides from an Army memo claim that white Americans have primarily benefited from civil rights legislation, that racism is ordinary, and that race is socially constructed, as well as address queer theory and policy in another slide. Another slide, titled By the Numbers, includes a graphic titled Modern Day Slavery in the USA. Juxtaposed with claims that black Americans are less likely than whites to receive recommended medical screening tests or receive a job promotion. These are all illegal, by the way. Yeah. While being more likely than white Americans to be murdered, incarcerated or live below the poverty line. Well, you can blame that all on Democrat policy and on poor life decisions. Yeah. Our military is under attack from within, according to my friend Tom Fenton of Judicial Watts. These documents show racist anti-American CRT propaganda is being used to try to radicalize our rising generation of American army leadership at West Point, And this is true. And when Donald Trump or another like-minded Republican is the president of the United States, every ounce of this needs to be drummed out of the military, including those at the higher echelons of leadership who endorsed it removed from command oh and all you navy veterans listen to this this is actually a training video used for navy recruits featuring a young guy in a not in a military uniform but in a rainbow colored shirt and then a rather, uh, I don't know, kind of plain-looking uh, female. And uh, Nothing against her. You know, you know, Could have dressed up a little bit. Uh, anyway, here they are talking about pronouns and how important it is when you're saving the, the United States from getting invaded and everybody being murdered.
3: Hi,
6: my name is Johnny, and I use he, him pronouns.
3: Hi, and I'm Conchi, and I use she, her pronouns.
1: There you go. You're using cisgendered people just to show how ungodly transphobic you are. And we're here to talk about pronouns.
3: What is a pronoun? Pronoun is how we identify ourselves apart from. Our I
1: identify myself as um, Rob Carson.
3: Name, and it's also how people refer to us in conversations.
6: Using the right pronouns is a really simple way to affirm someone's identity. It is a signal. Now you could also just look at their
1: ID. You can do that. Oh, there you That's you. That's you. That is that is you. Of acceptance and respect.
3: If it's a signal of acceptance and respect, how do we go about creating a safe space for everybody?
1: That's a good question. What about the enemy? What about our our enemies that want to kill us and stuff? Are there a safe space for
6: them in there? A really good way to do that is to use inclusive language. Instead of saying something like, hey, guys, you can say, hey, everyone, or hey, team.
4: Nope, we're not making this up. This is an actual U.S. Navy official video, and these are real U.S. Navy engineers.
1: That is from the Washington Free Beacon. And I would hope and I know, I would know, I would know that if you're a veteran of the Navy, you're going, holy hell, what the hell happened to the Navy, right? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're saying, well, son of a gun, I wish we would have had this when I was in the Navy. Gosh darn it. When I was in that submarine underwater for three months, I wish I would have known that uh, I could have called somebody out for accidentally calling me the wrong pronoun. That would have made all the difference.
0: Wow. wow wow wow.
1: The Office of Juvenile Justice and Delinquency Prevention. <laughs> <clears throat> For those of you who are writing it down, the uh, OJJDP. Who's down with OJJDP? Yeah, you know me. Anyway, the Office of Juvenile Justice and Delinquency Prevention, a branch of the government of uh, a Department of Justice, the DOJ is actively searching for an organization that will be paid $1 million to implement the agency's plan to create a national resource center for justice-involved LGBTQ+, and two-spirit youth. So the OJJDP, which is a branch of the DOJ, is looking for a national resource for the LGBTQAI++ and two-spirit youth. The center will develop and disseminate resources, and uh, and that program will seek to provide training and technical assistance to juvenile justice practitioners to assist them in meeting the needs of justice-involved LGBTQ and two-spirit youth. One million dollars is going to go to that organization that wants to do this. The document never defines the phrase two-spirit, <clears throat> other than to mark that uh, Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, gender nonconforming, and two spirit youth is an un- um, umbrella term. Youth who identify as sexual or gender identity other than transgender. Uh, listen, to describe a certain Native American and Canadian First Nation people who identify with a third gender, implying a masculine and a feminine spirit in one body. I think my best response would be Archie Bunker at this point when he'd say, "Is And he was a Democrat. Uh, Let's go to Barbara. Barbara in Baltimore. Hello there, Barbara. And welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's up?
6: Thank you so much for taking my call. You are so on point today. And I'm going (laughs) to say this. This is a debate forum, debate slash forum, for the congressional candidates tonight. And I'm willing to bet you, What you're talking about right now, the feminization of our military is not going to be a question that comes up on that, because I tell you what, I know where my candidate stands. We are pro-people. We love people. But there's a place for everything. Don't ask, don't tell. Work, it got the job done, where people could do what they wanted to do. You don't have to cram it down our throats. And I'm telling you right now, it's going to be very interesting tonight to see, and it's going to be live streamed okay. by the Republican Women of Baltimore County. Okay, you will be able to observe this debate. I love And it. then tomorrow we have Squires. I wish you were in Baltimore. You can come and get some of the great no. Squires. And uh, but I just—I'm telling you, this is
1: this is huge. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is ridiculous, Barbara. Barbara, and you know what? We've just got to say no. I said this about these shutdowns of the mass and all that crap. All we have to do is say no. And these little snowflakes, these little, these little uh, candy aisle kids, they collapse. And this, this sort of crap has no place at all. And, and uh, 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 General Milley and Lloyd Austin, they need to be fired on day one of the new administration. Honestly, we don't have time for this. We live in a damn serious world with damn serious problems and damn serious enemies. And honestly, I have no time for this nonsense that whoever produced this idiotic video needs to be driven from the Navy and shamed publicly. And I'll do my very best to find this person. Real quick, before we go, what's, what's the forum? I, I know we have a national audience. Uh, my my station, obviously, my anchor station is the glorious WCBM. Uh, yes. What candidate, Foreman, what's your candidate? Real quick, for those who are listening nationally, my, real quick. My,
6: my candidate is Dave Wallace. Dave Wallace was America First before Anybody knew about America First. We marched on Washington in 2010, and that's why I stand with him 100%. The forum is tonight at Riley's Oyster House. Oh, my gosh, they got the great calamari. Tell you. <laughs> <laughs> they got All great right. calamari. But it is going to be live streamed by All the right. Republican women of Baltimore County. It's All going to be live streaming it because, Riley, they don't have a very big room there. So if All you're right. not registered, you yeah. may not be able to get in but you can live stream it, and you can see, because I'm telling you right now, Dave Wallace is ready to go on day one.
1: Well, Barbara, listen, and, and, and the reason why, you know, to the national audience, it's not a big deal, but I I, I, I let you share this because you are the template, Barbara. You're the template for uh, someone who is not just an activist, but somebody who is willing to go out and work to promote candidates, to get people to register to vote. And there's no, there's nothing behind your uh, platform that would be anything other than pro-American, pro-individual, yes. pro-freedom. That's what you're all about, Barbara. God bless you. I got to take that a break
6: you gotta tell donald trump i'd love to meet him one-on-one Sometimes well you know
1: if i had that kind of access i would do to <laughs> all right barbara i gotta go thanks for calling you can call back before the end of the week okay you called early this week you can call in before the end of the week if you have something else you want to say let's take a break you're listening to the rob carson show I want to mention something um, quickly? Um, I've been an advocate for uh, the prevention of child abuse and for fostering and adopting children for my entire career. Uh, early in my career, I I discovered the most important thing that I I can with regard to broadcasting, and that is to use um, the pulpit not only to uh, uh, to entertain people, but also. Um, to impact the lives of people in a positive fashion, I like to say entertain, inform, and motivate people to do good. And I remember in 1990 or so, I was in Columbia, Missouri, and like so many towns in America, uh, there's a you know a bad neighborhood. And what does a bad neighborhood normally mean in a in a, in an urban environment? It means It means where uh, where people of color live, <clears throat> and it's it's terrible, and I hate it. And Democrat policies have uh, uh, created a lot of this problem. There are a lot of uh, cultural and societal breakdowns, and I don't need to go through all that right now. But I will tell you, for more than 30 years of my life, since I was in my 20s, I have done everything I can as a broadcaster to fight against this. And when I see headlines like 47 people shot, uh, four of them fatally in Chicago, in Laurie Lightfoot, Chicago, last week on Father's Day weekend, it, um, it, it hits me. Five major cities are on track to support uh, surpass their 2021 homicide to- totals. Uh, in in Milwaukee, 25 percent, 13 percent in D.C. and Atlanta, more than seven percent. Baltimore and L.A. absolute mess. And this is all caused by this uh, nonsense against police a couple years ago. George Floyd's murder. George Floyd should not have been murdered. The man who did it is in jail and will be uh, pr- presumably for the rest of his life. Uh, but this, all this nonsense. Uh, was created all of this attack on police and defunding the police was falter, all was nonsense, BS, and that's what happened. Darius Lee was killed uh, at a gathering early Monday morning in Harlem. He was 21 years old. It's a Juneteenth barbecue. Lee's high school alma mater, St. Raymond High School, said in an Instagram tribute that he was a phenomenal human being. Aside from being a tremendous basketball star, he was a phenomenal human being and a young man living such a positive life, succeeding in school and on court and in life. Lee was on track to graduate with his bachelor's degree in December. Was recently named HBU Robbie Robertson Male Student Athlete of the Year. Here's a story that I uh, shredded me this weekend a 15-year-old boy who was among several people shot during a chaotic juneteenth celebration in washington dc was screaming out for his mother as he lay dying in the street according to an eyewitness the teen whose name has not been released yelled out in agony as he was shot dead at the Mochella Street Festival, 14th and New Streets, on Sunday evening. He was screaming out for his mom, Daniel Tyson told the outlet. And it's hurtful to hear that, that man, and no one was able to help him. To see him go, it bothers me. All of this that's going on here, it bothers me, and it needs to come to a stop. It really does. Dyson also recalled seeing one of more than 100 police officers at the scene get shot right in front of him. Listen to this. I was sitting next to a cop. Next thing you know, shots rang out. He did not want to stay down. He proceeded on. He was shot in the leg, and he kept moving. He went to the fire. He did not run away. That sounds like a police officer who was willing to lay down his life for someone else despite their skin color. All of this nonsense going through Congress with regard to gun control means D-word for Richard. Unless we address the societal issues that have caused this and continue to cause it. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Ah,
0: uh, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy.